F1 Party time, T Sauce. <laughs> That's right, Andrew. Party time because it's another time for our race preview. Preview. Yeah, new new uh, little thing we got going here. Do we call it a ditty or a dilly whopper? It's something. It's I'll tell you what. We are hoping it's something. Uh, so we have the fourth. This is our race preview for the forthcoming Australian Grand Prix in Albert Park Circuit. I have a question. What's your question? Is Albert Park still considered down under? I I do believe okay. it is. I just firmly down. I wanted under, to. I wanted to uh, clear that up because it is located within the city of Melbourne, Australia. Which I do believe that's in Australia. Quick search reveals yes, yes it's, it's in Australia. Australia. It's, it's in Australia. So it's down under. Um, is Albert Park the only place we've had a Australian Grand Prix yet? No. No, where where was it held before 1996? It's uh, I don't know. It's named after some chick. Adelaide is that? That's name? it. Um, is she French? So is she French? Oh my god, I don't know. Oh god. On subject. On okay. Subject. <laughs> Formula One. Okay. Here we go. Formula One. Um. So the Circuit of Albert Park is that in itself? It is a temporary circuit. I think a lot of people call it a a street circuit. But in our research for this race preview, we came across the video with your Coulthard, and he called it a temporary circuit, which I like. Some people may not know who David Coulthard is. He was a Formula One racing guy. Yeah. They should. I mean, he's been on. He's done podium interviews yeah, and stuff. He's a cool guy. He he's raced a, for Red Bull. Yeah. He's a good guy. He was cool. Uh, I like Coulthard a lot. Anyways, I do, too. Uh, it's a circuit that is around a lake that is a park. That is in Melbourne. It's the turducken of a circuit. Whoa. Yeah. So it is a it is a road that you can otherwise drive in your car, but I don't like calling it a street circuit because it's not a it's not the street. It's not like Monaco where it's in the town of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I mean it is, but it's inside the park. But because of that, the surface can be rather bumpy in places mm-hmm. and also slippery because it's got it's got road and engine debris probably some fair amounts of of duty 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 bird duty because it's on a a park yeah it's around a park or a lake you know geese anyways there's going to be 58 laps at this grand prix the race um distance is 306 kilometers the current lap record is a one minute twenty point two held by Charles Leclerc. Charlie Leclerc, old Charlie. That was like last year. That was last year. What's gonna there? So there. Uh, this is a newer circuit. They made some changes back in twenty twenty two to the circuit to increase overtaking, kind of make things mm. a little more fast. I think. Um, what else have they done to change the rules to increase some overtaking this year specifically? At the 2023, this will be Australian Grand Prix. This is going to be the first race ever. I don't know ever, but definitely where there's four DRS zones. Four. That's like the whole track. That's all. It's a. (laughs) We're sitting here looking at it. It's a significant portion of the track. Another interesting thing about these four DRS zones is that there is not two or not four detection zones. Mm 
but rather only two. So that's going to be playing the 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 DRS detection zone game that, you know, some of the, the more thought-provoking or thought-thinking-out drivers. Mm-hmm. You know how we saw in Saudi Arabia, Max not wanting to pass Lewis before the last detection zone? Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about that is that you can pass in the first DRS zone of a detection zone and carry your DS- DRS advantage through both zones. So you can pass in the first zone and extend your advantage over your opponent into the second DRS zone, and they won't be able to open their flap till the third and fourth DRS right. zone. So hopefully, I don't know... I mean, certain cars, maybe the Williams, I know, is really fast in in a, in low drag situations. Mm-hmm. The Red Bull's fast in every situation, mm-hmm. it seems. But if you can go from being behind to a second ahead in those two, dis- I mean, that would be a big ask, but it's still possible. Then starve your opponent yeah. of their let's, chance let's, let's to back, fight back. Yeah, let's back up a little bit. Back because, up, baby. because what you oftentimes will see in a race with only two detection zones that okay so someone has the advantage of drs does make the pass but if they're within if they're still within a second ahead the car they just passed will will have will go through a detection zone and then we'll have drs in the following drs section and they just might get passed right back again correct so um that makes for a lot of passing. It may make for more opportunity to crash. So the idea here with this at Albert Park coming up is that with you having one, well, only two detection zones, one detection zone for back-to-back DRS zones yeah, may allow the car that just passed to extend that lead greater than one second ahead of the car that they just passed and may make for, in the long game, a more interesting race. And well, see, I, I think I think they do need to do something with DRS zones. I'm not, I'm not the hugest fan of them in their current form, so I'm interested to see how increasing that um, plays into it because I don't necessarily think just driving past somebody on a straight... I like I know it technically counts as an overtake, but I don't I'm of the camp that doesn't really count that as an overtake. If you're in a faster car going straight, you're always gonna pass. But I th- what I always thought the DRS zone was was supposed to do was to create more braking overtaking. So it gets you from behind to alongside of, but but if you're you know, what we're seeing in a lot of the modern era with these especially, you know, places with really long straights, Azerbaijan, United States, Grand Prix Circuit of the Americas, Mexico, you know, they're getting the pass done with ample time and it's not even into a contest into the braking zone where that's where I think a skilled overtake is or, or, or a bravery overtake or, you know, who can, who has the, who has the nuts to, to break later or, you know, 
um, or pass on an acceleration out of a corner or in, you know, it, it, that's a great point you bring up. I think that, that it, I think that it's cool to have a lot of overtakes. Um, like I saw, I saw a shout out to formula one bone on TikTok, J bone, but he had a little video where he was saying that in last year's Australian Grand Prix, there was 34 overtakes, which is more overtakes than the previous two years combined. Yeah. And, but if you're counting, you know, you know, blasting past somebody on, in a DRS zone as an overtake, I, I don't really think it is because what are you going to do? How are you going to, how are you going to combat that or, or, or return with that? Now, especially if you're going to have a, a following DRS zone to increase your distance that you just blasted past the guy on the first DRS zone. So I'm, I'm interested. I, I, I'm, I'm, I like that they're adding things. I like that they're changing things up. I just, I want to maybe, maybe more DRS zones for shorter durations is the answer, but these look relatively long. So we have our first DRS detection zone in between six and seven. And then the first D that first DRS zone. Oh no, wait. So I'm looking at, I was looking at that backwards. Sorry. The first, so you start, oh my gosh, I'm all backwards here. So yeah, no, the first DRX, DRS detection zone will be in between six and seven for the DRS zones in between eight and nine and yeah. then 10 and 11. And then you have the second DRS detection zone in between 12 and 13 for the uh, start finish straight between 14 and one and then um in between two and three and while we were watching uh, or preparing for this podcast preview of the albert park circuit we came across a really interesting video with uh david coulthard and martin brundle as i previously mentioned where they talk about three being quite a tricky tr uh, turn and it it opened up this delicious moment with martin talking about a a, a prehistoric a prehistoric, Pre a previous, a previous race where David Coulthard and Martin Brundle, I hope, I hope had a little coming together. <laughs> so here is your makeup for not having a moment with Martin on the previous podcast, and we're going to do one in the preview here. Here you go. One of the biggest crashes I had in my career was running into the back of you. I'd like to think it's all your fault, but I was a bit out of control when I arrived. So that was into that turn three, which is a, a, a pretty, it's off of a long straight or a, a straight and now a DRS zone. And then it's a, it's a sharp right-hander. Well, it's a chicane, but it looks like a Z. Yeah. So it's a, they're tricky. And um, I wasn't, didn't Martin say that uh, Michael Schumacher rolled? He rolled a Ferrari car. there. He rolled a Ferrari and when in turn three. And we were right before we started recording this preview um we we were watching some of the free practice stuff and we were seeing a lot of cars sliding a lot of off track stranded williams i think and then what happened in free practice too the rain it started to the rain. rain about halfway through i think and so me and dad did our googling and we saw that there is a potential for moisture for qualifying so that could shake some things up for for some of these, yeah, yeah. you know, slower Mercedes, slower Ferraris, kind of levels the playing field a little bit for those midfield teams. So let's jump right into our 
podium predictions, race predictions. Uh, you want to go first here, Pops? Okay, I'll do it. Alonzo's going to win this one. Okay. Then Perez. Perez P2. Wow, okay, I like it. I like it. Then Leclerc. Wow. Because I think, I just got a, I got a feeling that Max is going to DNF, which I'm would here be for very it. groovy. Hank? I would like it. Let's see. I want. I want to try and get. I don't. I feel like your your predictions were very optimistic. Uh, and I'm going to try and be realistic here because I saw the timing sheets. Max is going to be fast, and if it is in the wet, Max is great in the wet. So I think Max is going to Max is going to take pole. Um, and I think Max was going to win the grade win the race if nothing happens. But I think if we have some, you know, turn one is very, it's a very tight and narrow turn one at this circuit. And so we, we could see a max DNF. Because I think we're at the point where Checo is not going to give Max any more quarter. I, I, I it's did, over. I did see a, 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 a statement awesome. from Perez um, that says he does feel like the team is 100% behind him and he feels like he is that there is a free battle for the championship and so i think what if we see a max pole a perez p2 and a collision at turn 1 where they're both out where they're both out or with or max is out and perez continues, continues. on to take the lead mm, how sweet it is that would be that would be a scenario okay. that I could see happening before we run out of time. Yeah, have, how about how about considering Williams' straight line speed, low downforce, four detect uh, four DRS zones? Will they will a Williams finish in the top ten? I, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna safely say two Williams in the top 10 that's better because that livery is so hot so hot still okay so that's one of my predictions is both williams will score points i think i think we'll even see williams not in not in q2 we'll see at least one williams in q2 i'm gonna say that too oh baby okay i gotta get my podium here i think alonzo will be on the podium solidly um Man, I just oh I don't like this. Okay. Mac Max is gonna win. Alonzo's gonna take P three. Perez is gonna be P two. And that's if nothing happens. Yeah. That's a if, good, that's if good there's if there's action or if there's trauma or if there's a crash, I hope it's Max and I hope it's Perez stays in. And I, I really hope we see a, a good title fight, at least between Perez and and Max, but if they take each other out, I'm all, I'm here for it, and we can see a tighter battle. But I'm gonna go Max P1, Checo P2, uh, Alonzo P3. Okay, and I'm just, playing it safe. I know I'm, I know I was really I just I, that's my gut right now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. go with that. No, so. that's probably smart. So uh, for, just, we're gonna post this later. This is Friday, so we have qualifying tonight at 11 p.m. tonight here in Colorado. And then we have the race tomorrow, 11 p.m. So uh, hopefully we'll get to do a, a pretty quick uh, 
race recap episode for yeah. you, and and we'll see how our predictions shake you know out. What, you know what we forgot to mention? What did we forget to mention? We are in person in studio. We I think they'll be able to tell. You think? Because it does sound a little bit better when we're both here in person. Oh, but you know I'm glad to be sitting across from you talking yeah, Formula baby. One, and I am very excited for the race. Maybe. And uh, um, what do you know? What do you know? We'll see. What, what should we call it? I think this is going to be a groove palooza race. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for some, some supreme grooviness. Yes. All right. Well, we'll all find out later, and we'll be back with the full episode to let you know. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.